The following podcast is explicit. So, Mom, you're going to want to turn this off. Hey, gang, real quick, if you want to support Mouthful of Marvels, here's how. Go to our website, mouthfulofmarvels.com, and click on the support link in the upper right-hand corner of our homepage. There you'll see a link to sign up for Amazon Prime and another link to sign up for Audible. If you don't already have an Amazon Prime account and you want to sign up today to take advantage of two-day free shipping or streaming videos and music, you can sign up through mouthfulofmarvels.com, and it helps us out. It helps us out. Or you can sign up for an Audible account to listen to your favorite books on the go. They'll give you one month for free. One month free. And if you're anything like me, you're poor. And you can't read. I don't know, I just never got around to learning how to read. Anyway, if you're anything like me, you're really going to enjoy Audible. Here's another option to support the show, though. Let's say you're listening to us discuss Captain America the First Avenger. Avenger. (laughs) And you realize that you don't have this movie in your library. First of all, it's time to buy the damn movie. Frankly, I'm kind of disappointed. You don't already have it. But that's okay, because you can fix it, and here's how. Find this episode on our website, mouthfulofmarvels.com, and next to the episode, you'll see the the, the option to rent or buy the film. Just by renting or purchasing one of these movies uh, through our website, Amazon sends us a referral bounty. So use our site to buy yourself a movie, because you've earned it. Um, there's one last thing. If you're feeling charitable and you already have all these movies or you already have an Audible account and an Amazon Prime account, you can donate directly to us at Mouthful of Marvels by clicking the donate bu- uh, the donate button, not mutton, it's not lamb, the donate button on the support page. All right, guys. Uh, and girls. Hmm. All right, guys and girls, thanks for listening, and we look forward to continue shouting into your ears. On today's episode of Mouthful of Marvels, we discuss Captain America, the first Avenger. And Mike actually enjoyed this one. What? We also talk about how World War II is everyone's favorite war, and Jordan accidentally called Hitler a superhero. <laughs> okay, let, let's, uh, let's just start. Welcome to Mouthful of Marvels, where one guy really loves the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the other is Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, man. I'm that Mike. (laughs) There you are. Uh, I don't take social cues well, I guess. You don't take social cues well? No, like a pause leading to me. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Hey, we're learning. This is only our fifth episode, so we're learning. Um, How you been, Mike? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> yeah? Uh, adjusting to the new city, new job, becoming a big boy. Oh, big boy. Um, big boy Mike. We, like, it's it's like an emotional roller coaster, and, like, the peaks and valleys just, like, slowly get a little bit less high and a little less low. Oh, okay. So, so you're, you were in Utah. You're in northern Utah, and you're driving to southern Utah. Was that the highs and lows? Yeah. Okay. I think that was confusing. Yeah, probably. 
because I'm in Chicago. Oh yeah, I'm in Utah. I, I and yeah. probably all of our listeners are in Utah too. Most of them, yeah. I I don't think so. We got a couple of uh a couple of people that are. I know one in Canada. Nice. Yeah. And I know one in Chicago because he lives with me, and I make him listen. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Your it's roommate Calvin. Calvin. <laughs> That's Shout good. Calvi poo. Uh huh. Um, Mike, this How episode, been? I've been good. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I've been good. We did some apartment shopping. That's enough. Okay. That's all you need to know. <laughs> no, I, I do want to hear about your apartment shopping. Yeah, we I did some apartment uh, shopping. Kylie told me a little bit about you guys, like, we're looking at a place in, oh, you told me. I did. She looked at a place in Los Feliz. You were looking, you told me about a place in Sherman Oaks. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so we scheduled a walkthrough. We're going to have a friend who lives there, um, go through it. Um, no one you know. It's just, you know, a Hollywood bud. <laughs> it's a little guy named George Clooney. He's... Oh, you know George? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to high school with George. You did? Oh, he's yeah. a good guy. Um, bit of an overactor, but... Um, yeah, so George Clooney is going to look at a studio apartment for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet oh, guy. Man, that's so fun. Sweet guy. I, I wish I could do a Clooney impression. Oh, what would that be? Uh, I, I, I think he's unimpersonable. Impressionable. Sure, well, I'm sure somebody does a good Clooney. But like he does, he has like this real low, cool kind of gravelly thing. Yeah, favorite Clooney movie. Oh, the first one I thought of was Up in the Air. Up in the Air. Okay, I have not seen that one. That was written by Walter Kern, uh, who is ex Mormon. Oh, really? Yeah, big fan oh, of him. Good. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I asked you and now I need to think of one. Sure. Um, Oh Brother, I, Where Art Thou is up there. He's yeah, that's so, a good one. Uh, I kind of think Oh Brother, Where Art Thou is a little overrated, but you know what it is? Here's what it is. It's not that it's overrated. It's just that at one point in my life, it was overquoted and sure. it, it kind of ruined the movie for me. I found it later. So I think that helped me. Yeah, that does help. And the same thing happened with Napoleon Dynamite. It was just like over... Yeah quoted and i just got tired of it but i am very back much back on the napoleon okay, so dynamite train. Movie, though. what napoleon Clooney dynamite movie. doesn't he play napoleon george Clooney uh-huh. plays napoleon he plays the <laughs> farmer that shoots the cow <laughs> he's a method really, actor really he had to kill a lot of cows <laughs> um uh, probably uh, i really like the oceans movies i was gonna say that, that, that oceans that, 11 that is up there up. oceans movies are still somehow underrated yeah. Cause, because, like, they're so assumed that everybody likes them that they kind of don't get their due, but they're great. Yeah, they're really good movies. And you know who's in, in at least, wait, no, he's in the first one, Don Cheadle. Yeah. War Machine. James Rohde. Good, good connection. I, may, I brought it back. I brought it back. Okay, so this, this app is uh, Captain America, <laughs> the first Avenger. Yes, it is. Captain America, the first Avenger. Want to get the numbers out of the way, Mike? Oh, please. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I didn't Cap- look up much about this one at all. I was going to ask if you like looked up an AV Club. I didn't do AV Club or anything. Um, I, didn't, I don't even know what it is on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I, I kind of wanted to do this uh, not with a taint. Oh. <laughs> so what, your legs are together? Yeah. Well, like. Like there's like nothing, my, no in between? Like my, my, my ball sack and my butthole mm-hmm. uh, are like, <laughs> they share a wall. <laughs> The roomies, yeah, yeah, like they're a wall, not a yeah, yard, like, but a but a wall. 
Yeah, so like I like my balls appreciate it when my butthole uses headphones late at night when it's watching a yeah. movie. You know what? I think that the taint is the donut hole of the lower half of your body. That's weird because it's next to an actual hole. <laughs> I, I would think the butthole is the donut hole. Yeah, the would be the butthole of the body or the donut hole? The butthole would be the donut hole. Okay, I thought you said the butthole would be the butthole of the body. <laughs> Which, that but, hey, too. but you're right. <laughs> okay, Mike. Here's Cap- this. The nose is the nose of the body, mm-hmm. and Hydra doesn't have one. Nope. If you don't have a nose, you're almost for sure evil. It's true, yeah. We got Voldemort. Voldemort. Hydra. Uh, yeah, Red uh, Skull didn't have a nose. Um, who else? Wait, who's Snake? Am I confused? Is Red Skull and Hydra different people? Yes. Yeah. Red Skull. I not have paid attention. <laughs> Red Skull um, is to Hydra as Hitler is to Nazis. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. I assume yep. Hydra was a person. Right. Hail Hydra. It, yeah, it can be confusing. No, it's the. Uh... It's Hail- yeah, I'm not wrong to think that. The movie's no. wrong. Yeah, the movie's wrong. John uh, Johnston is wrong. Yeah, although I do do love his work. I gotta say, I love this movie. Yeah, you did. I think this is the, this is the first movie I loved. I think I, that's great news, and it's funny that you already made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter in this movie though. Or at least nah. doesn't feel like it does. Nah, no, it was fine. Okay, so here are the numbers for Captain America: The First Avenger. Okay. Um, at a theater duration of July twenty second, two thousand eleven, to November tenth, two thousand eleven. It grossed domestic uh, 176 million um, worldwide. Ooh, that What's that? Seems low. Yeah, um, worldwide it made a 370 million, and in the box office it was number one at 65 million. Opening weekend. Yeah, opening weekend. Um, so far the strongest opening 65 weekend. I've seen is low, right? Or 65. <clears throat> yeah. No, that's that's okay. It's but it, I, yeah. I don't know. I thought there was more momentum for all this at this point. Uh, maybe, and I think it blows up after Avengers. Yeah. Sure. Um, oh, well, kind of. It, it's pretty consistent, except for, oh, boy. Um, yeah, it stays pretty consistent. But at this point, Iron Man 2 had the best opening weekend. And in, in it's so far the worst movie. Well, but Thor might be worse. Did yeah. we rank it last time? We did. Um, I put Thor above Iron Man 2, and you put it tied with Hulk. No, you, you, sorry, you put it tied with Iron Sorry, yeah, you tied it with Iron Okay, they're tied to the bottom, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, but Iron Man 2 had the best opening weekend at 128 uh, bones. And, yeah. So, everything after that, it never gets that, uh, it never gets that good again until Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 beats it. And let me see, what was Marvel's? Opening weekend, yeah, of course, Mar- uh, I mean Marvel's. The Avengers beat it, of course. But yeah, um, so as far as like opening, so far it is in third place. Because it goes Iron Man 2 opening, and then Thor. Iron Man was at 98, so that was pretty good. So it did better than um, Incredible Hulk. But so it well, let's see what is that one two three four five so it's in fifth place, and I think at this, this is, point this the, so that's last out of the movies we watched. Yeah, that's uh, that is last um, out of everything. Um, did you ever know what Captain America's superpowers were when you heard about him? No, I didn't know anything. Yeah, and like uh, until I started like uh, reading more comic books, 
because uh, Captain America was the first comic book that I bought on my own. Like, uh, I had uh, my parents and my grandparents would buy me, like, X-Men and Star Wars comic books. But this was the first one that I, I went to a comic book shop, and I really wanted to start comics. And I got a, a Captain America. I don't remember which one. It was when um, Bucky Barnes uh, became Captain America. Uh, but until like, Whoa, what? so, that, Oh, that's a storyline. It is a storyline. So Does he get steroids too. What's that? Does he get like the, the, the Gatorade blue steroids? <laughs> Mike, here's the thing. So you know how he's, uh, Glacier how blast. What's that? Glacier blast steroids. Yeah. <laughs> blue glacier. <laughs> that's so funny. But, uh, so you know how, uh, Captain America saved, um, Bucky and the rest of the 107th from like the Hydra behind lines. Right. So he was being experimented on by uh, the short doctor that his. Oh, 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 oh Toby something. Is yeah, Toby Jones. Actor. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, he's him. really good. I, I like him in most everything that. Well, I'm trying to think what else I've seen him in. He was in he's an episode. In Hunger Games? Yeah, he's in Hunger Games. Uh, but he was in an episode of Doctor Who and he was amazing in that episode. Yeah, he's really good. He's British? Uh, yes. Yeah, he's British. Um, but, uh, that character's name is Arnim Zola and Zola was experimenting on Bucky Barnes. So when Bucky Barnes falls down, uh, off the train down that, uh, ravine or crevasse, whichever's bigger, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but so that's how he survives the fall. Crevasse bounce for me. What's that? Nothing. I was being gross. Ew. I'm sorry. Were you telling the butthole of the body jokes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so that's how uh, Bucky Barnes was able to survive the fall was because oh. he, he was being experimented on. Is there and then that becomes a thing in Winter Soldier. Right? Yes. No yeah. So Bucky Barnes comes back. Yeah. We should put at the top of every episode. There's probably going to be spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers from movies from 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't imagine anybody listens to this podcast and gives a fuck about spoilers. Yeah. You're probably right. I, I will mention this. Uh, this this will get us a little off track. So I have gotten like a couple messages and comments from people who are like, I also don't like superhero movies, and but I, and like for that reason, I've really enjoyed this podcast. Oh, good. Hey, I want to have so, both sides. Uh, uh, so both sides for this. Stupid ass <laughs> movies. Uh, you liked this up, one. I did like this one a lot. Yeah. Uh, but like not as much as I hated Thor. Right. <laughs> So <laughs> I realized, like, on I don't know which one I just listened to. I just listened to the second episode, I think. That was Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. Uh, and I sound so cynical. Like it, it really wore on me. Really? So, I gotta, <laughs> yeah. And I just I just heard myself doing it again. So I gotta <laughs> keep that in check. I want to be a little more self aware. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, I'm not as worried about it with this one because I do really like. It. Right. <laughs> uh, but just in general. Yeah. Um, he also mentioned this is an idea for the podcast, and if there are listeners who would like to respond, this might be fun to do uh, an indie movie just as a break, and then I kind of take the lead and you ask me questions about it. Like I pick, oh, I sure. pick like an artsy fartsy indie movie. Yeah. Uh, and I already know which one I'd want to do first. What would you want to do? I do uh, the end of the tour, the David Foster Wallace movie. With oh yeah. And you saw that at like, Sundance. I saw it at Sundance, and then I bought it. Yeah, and then I read the book that it's based on, and like I, I'm a little bit obsessed with that movie. Really? Yeah, it might have been my favorite movie from this last year, and there were a lot of good movies. Now, is that the same uh, one who did The Guard and 
Calvary. No. Okay, but it's and a brother, it's, right? That's John Michael McDonough. Oh, I was yeah, Wallace. I, sorry, I was thinking of McDonough the entire time. Sure. Yeah. yeah this is this is this is different. This That's is right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we can we can get into it if we want to do an episode like that, and that we can do that hey, further down the road. Hey that man, you don't know Red Skull's name, and I don't know whoever the hell uh, made hey, your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, that's who the movie's about. Oh. It's actually here. You like this? Uh, it was it was directed by James Ponsel, mm-hmm. who directed Spectacular Now. Oh yeah, I liked Spectacular Another Now. Great indie flick, and a lot of Master of None. He directed a lot of Master of None. Oh, nice. Okay, still need to watch that. You haven't watched any? I haven't watched any of Master of None. Oof, buddy. I know. <laughs> sorry. You have a job. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're right. I don't have a job. Uh, <laughs> this uh, is the thing you do. This is the only thing I do. So thank you to the few people who are listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to the Rotten Tomatoes percentage, though. How high do you okay. think it would uh, rate? Oh, I think it... I, I remember it doing well, but my memory, my, I, I'm going to say low 90s. Um, it's at 79. <clears throat> and what was Thor at? Like similar? Uh, yeah, it was uh, two under. It was 77. Fuck that. Yeah. So Captain, Captain America is so much better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I honestly get that. Like, I'm a little bit biased with these types of movies too. Right. He's like, uh, these, these like kind of golden age world war two. I realize golden age is like the twenties, but like it's treated like a golden age world uh-huh. war two. It's the golden age of war. <laughs> right. It, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's, oh man, it's our favorite war. We it fucking is. love this. It's a great war. war and it provides so much content. Yeah. Who was it? Somebody did that bit. It's like, World War, or no, it was Jackson did a bit on one of the movies we were, little films we were making. Yeah. And he did a bit about Vietnam, like bragging about like all the sex he had in Vietnam. Uh-huh. And then he ends the bit with like, cool war, good war. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is very good. Uh, uh, Jackson Banks is a friend of ours who uh, we've done some filming with. Yeah, good guy. Uh, he, he, yeah, we did a short film with him. He's a Salt Lake-based comedian filmmaker and maybe like the second most talented person. I ju- I yeah, know. I just talked to him today. He's a great guy. Look up his stuff on YouTube. Yeah, he's he's great. Look up Collapsible Cops. That one's yeah. so funny. It's very good. It's very absurd, which I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, so Captain America, it was tied with uh, Iron Man 3 at 79%. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect those two to be tied together. No, I'd expect Captain America to do a lot better. I guess, I guess I might be like, like I said, it's, it's this golden age, and like that, that gets me. Yeah, I love, I love, I love movies about this area era. I like that it's kind of shot in almost sepia tone, so it's yeah, like, there's some nostalgia filter on every shot. Everything has a glow to it. Oh, it's yeah, it so is, well done. And, that sucks me in. Like, that totally works. I mean, I, I if some if someone complains about that or that doesn't work for somebody else, I totally get it. Sure. Yeah. And but um, I mean, it was John Johnston who directed the film, and he's the same one who. Oh, so, excuse me, Joe Johnston, and he yeah. directed uh, the Rocketeer. You know what I realized since we talked about this, yeah. and I, I mentioned this a little bit. Um. So so I love the Rocketeer. So like that mm-hmm. that part of it like touches my childhood. But the part of, the thing I realized, uh, is that this is a sports movie. Like it's almost the exact same structure as like uh, I remember the Titans or okay. uh, and the one that this this one I, I think this movie is Rocketeer plus Rudy. Okay, which yeah. Is two of my childhood movies. Yeah. Um, uh, and they continue to be. I haven't watched Rocketeer as an adult, but like Rudy is like will forever be one of my favorite movies. It's yeah. cheesy. Uh, it's like soul stirring. It's 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 so charming, and like 
ultimately low stakes, but like it, it, it stirs something in me about like the human spirit yeah. and the power of it and all of that. Like, I don't know. I look for in classic films and this is, this is, this to me feels like a classic movie. Yeah. It's, it is, it's, it's, it's so good with uh, the nostalgia of the, the time period. And it's, it's, it's such a good world war two movie. Uh, so like taking it outside of like it, the superhero it's kind of funny genre. They call it a World War II movie because it's Hydra. Of, yeah, of course, right. <laughs> but man, Hydra, he's out to. The World War II movie is like pure fiction. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's really well done. Um, uh, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought, and, and it is it's so full of content. Like everything, they just fit so much into this movie that is so much fun because it's the introduction of the Tesseract and then that opens up doors to like the cosmos so that's kind of a relationship to Thor in a sense because um like Johann Schmidt uh the Red Skull is obsessed with Norse um lore and mythology and and so and like they even make a nod to um Indiana Jones with the uh, so like he finds it in that temple, uh, and but that's like the second scene in the movie. Yeah, 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 exactly. So like, there's Ar- Argus Filch. That. What's that? I got a little bit confused on that. I didn't love. I didn't love. Really? That. Okay, that that's not when it, they got into the meat for you. No, um, like it, like I didn't care yet. Okay, yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't know enough to like, it, like it didn't, it didn't make sense until the end. Right. And so it was hard for me to care at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but like the nod that they make to, uh, in Indiana Jones and the last crusade is, so he finds the Tesseract, um, and he says something to the effect of, and the Fuhrer is looking for trinkets in the desert. And so like, it's, it's a a fun nod to them trying to, uh, find, oh, or was that the Holy Grail? I don't remember which one it was. I I mean, excuse me, the Ark of the Covenant. Because Hitler was looking for, yeah. Yeah. They were both obsessed with like the occult and like, uh, turning legend into, uh, to reality and then using that in their gain. Yeah, Hitler is a weird guy. Uh, I don't know him. I didn't. I didn't know him. Um, you ever heard no, I don't know. I don't know Hitler. Didn't go to high school with Hitler like I did with George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Sentences you never think you would say. Oh, I've said it so many times. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm catching up. That's cat- my Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> I went to high school with George Clooney, but not with Hitler. Common misconception. Uh huh. Right. Mm-hmm. I get I get Hitler and George Clooney mixed up most times. All the goddamn time. Like when I asked you what your favorite George Clooney movie was, I was thinking Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite George Clooney movie is Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hitler did all his own stunts in that movie. <laughs> Uh, what, a treat. what a treat. What a good That's time. how he killed himself filming that for Quentin Tarantino. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> very dedicated actor. Yeah. Very mess. Very mess. Uh-huh. So, Mike, um, what do you think this movie was about? Oh, um, I mean, like, in, in, its, in the simplest terms, it's uh, the triumph of the human spirit. Um, is what really I really connect with. The triumph of the human spirit in And that's in like the, the Rudy... Spectrum. Sorry, and that's uh, good the, versus evil. Okay, okay, the yeah, good versus evil, um, and we find more of that in Thor than we do about like the triumph of the human spirit. It's just the idea of good versus evil, um, and so this one was able to bring those two concepts in of uh, triumph of of an individual 
watching that this underdog rise to what he can be to his fullest potential and the i mean good versus evil in the most classic version uh, granted it's a sub uh subdivision of nazis uh but in the most classic tradition of good versus evil like the, the like, hitler was a real life superhero villain supervillain. oh that's what i meant yes thank you is um, one of those phrases you don't expect to say right <laughs> and when i run for president they're gonna play that just that clip just that clip <laughs> that clip and then like sound effects of you farting yeah <laughs> okay all right um that's that's the, that's the smear campaign i'd run against you but at least i'll show up to my own debate donald trump uh america's hitler <laughs> oh, both words. I feel like I'm probably like the millionth person to say that. <laughs> I don't think it's that bold. <laughs> uh-huh. Anybody you disagree with is Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hitler's not really that big a deal in this movie, actually. Nope. Nope. Um, yeah, they just uh, refer to him. And like, uh, he says. Sends... probably creates uh, some wiggle room creatively. Oh, yeah. Yep. So you can you can you can write the story you want. You don't have to be bound to what happened. Yeah, and so like um, when uh, the Red Skull is opening fire on his lieutenants, it's not actually Hitler. So it's like, who are these no names that are just underlings for Hitler? Uh, but I mean, they're big wigs because of their hats. Uh, uh, <laughs> so it 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 did. It, and I mean, um, comic books they tend to try and. Uh, stick with history in uh, modern uh, times, uh, current events, I think is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and sure. uh, Captain America in World War II, the, he, was the, he was the shit, man. Like, Yeah, what it, I really like the, the propaganda shows that they're doing to sell war bonds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wasn't that cool? That's, that, that's a real thing that happened. Yeah. Not with Captain America, because Captain America's uh, fiction. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we're all learning something. <laughs> and, uh, but, the, but Irving Berlin, who's like one of like the greatest American songwriters, yeah. he wrote White Christmas, he wrote God Bless America. He would put on these shows, these, these musical grand shows to encourage people to sell war bonds, and he toured across the country, just like they do with Captain America and this. Uh, and they, they'd increase the war bond sales, and at the very last show of the tour, everyone in the cast enlisted in the army to help the war effort. Wow, that's rad. Which, like, that's such a beautiful American story. Yeah, that is cool. Because it involves propaganda, which is very American. Yeah. Uh, and it also involves, like, this, like, this, this, like, we do what's right when we need to do it. Um, the sense of loyalty and patriotism and ultimate good versus evil, even though, like, uh, it's a very flawed country. Yeah. And, you know, Captain America enlisted as soon as he was done with that tour, too. Except, like, he, he decided when he was done. So I don't know if that counts. He decided when he was done. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, 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 yeah, he, he just, like, went and, like, uh, I'll go fix this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had to clean he, up he Tommy Lee Jones' mess. He went Bergdahl on it, but didn't get caught, like, some dumbass. Wait, he went all what? Bo Bergdahl? Have you been listening to this, this season of Serial? Oh, I've only listened to the first episode. Okay. Yeah, he went AWOL because yeah. he, he thought he was doing a noble thing. Right. So it was to raise attention to something that was going on in uh, didn't like the base. And I still don't know why. I don't know. I stopped listening this season. Really? We, we don't need to talk about like another podcast. <laughs> another podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, this this movie, Captain America, the first Avenger, is I think when we were watching Iron Man, Iron Man, I mentioned that that is a movie that I can regularly go to and enjoy. 
Right, the first Iron Man. Yeah, the first Iron Man. And this one is right up there, too. It's one that I can just sit back and enjoy it because of how uh, just whimsical it is. So if, like, anybody's like, hey, let's watch Iron Man, you're always down. Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, like Captain America. Well, both, yeah. Heck, any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a shitty question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jordan, you like watching Marvel movies? I do. Okay. That out of the way. A lot of people were probably before. wondering that. A lot of listeners uh, didn't know out of the two of us which one was the fan. Okay. <laughs> we haven't established uh, who's Mike yet from the opening title. Right. Uh, so let's do a Desert Island kind of thing. Desert Island, of the movies we've done so far, you can only take one Marvel movie with you. Which one do you choose? It's Captain America. Not, Wait, oh, no, sorry. Not, I, even, not even hesitation. No, and you did you mean like up to this point, the ones that we've watched? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So this this point in our on our podcast journey. Right. Uh, it would be Captain America, the first of the five. Uh, it would be Captain America, no hesitation. You don't even consider Iron Man. Uh, I, I, I don't think so, especially watching this one most recently. And of course, like it may be some bias with it's fresh in my mind. But uh, this one, it, it has, because Iron Man is very grounded and it has uh, that feeling of, uh, it's it's current, um, and it's realistic. It tries to do a job of like making him more of a realistic character. But this one, it's it is just comic book fun, and yeah. like and so you, you like the timelessness of it. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. It feels like it has uh, like it'll endure better. That's I think I think I think I agree. I think I do the same thing for similar reasons. Yeah. Um, and this movie, it they they bring in so much that is it's setting up uh beautifully with uh this is the a good example of how a movie should work with a franchise i think i really like how they did this with, with this one even though i said i didn't like that oh yeah scene where he goes to get the the fancy blue square uh-huh uh-huh the rubik's cube of of the cosmos mm-hmm. it's called the tesseract mike sure sure uh fine isn't that what it's called in uh What's that other shitty uh, Transformers? Uh, the Tesseract? No, that's the Allspark. Okay, <laughs> Allspark. Allspark sounds like the name of a car battery. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, these 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 period piece movies, and especially like '40s World War II. I'm such a sucker for them. Yeah, you fall for uh, them. Yeah, I think most people do. I guess so. I'll give you an example where most people didn't, and I still do. Uh, and I know they're right, and I'm wrong, but I don't care. Uh huh. Uh, the Majestic. Have you seen The Majestic? Uh, yeah, but it was a while ago, and I remember enjoying it. Sure. Uh, so Jim Majestic is that Jim Carrey movie. It's kind of a punchline for his career. Did really poorly critically. I don't think it made very much money, but I fucking love that movie. Yeah. It's so, it's so like, uh, stirring and romantic, and it has, like, it's that era, and it's good versus evil, and we pretend, like, there wasn't racism then, which is so fun to imagine that era without racism. Right, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, like, I guess that's more racist than, like, include, I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe, probably. Like, I, I feel like this ideal world, like it's, like maybe there's a sense of escapism to it, to like this this place with mm. like where ideals triumph. I don't know. Yeah. Like, but so, something something in me longs for that that period. Yeah. And so and so I I'm it, it makes me less critical and a lot more I, I buy in a lot easier. Well, it's it's like you said, like it wasn't a war that it it was gray like it was very obvious like who the villain was in this war and like yeah. so many wars that we go into we wonder like is this worth just like invading for right and but this have one it been, was very much worth it we've been in afghanistan yeah and i kind of know who we're fighting right uh-huh yeah 
Yeah, it's, so, it's, so like having that is such a breath of fresh air of like yeah, whoever whoever wrote the script for World War II had a really strong <laughs> sense of narrative. Yeah, and I can't believe he made Hitler the superhero. Interesting choice. Maybe Afghanistan is the mumblecore version of of wars. Yeah, absolutely. It's the Duplass brothers if they wrote a war. <laughs> Jeff, who lives at Afghanistan. <laughs> Jeff, who lives in a cave. <laughs> We'll find you, Jeff. <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> uh, but this movie, um, it lends to the franchise because it introduces a character that will get her own series. Uh, I really liked her. I didn't pay that much attention to her. Well, I don't, I don't, I, I guess it's been a long time since I watched it. What did you think of her? Uh, I think this is, are we talking about the G plot? Ooh, 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 girl, let's find that G plot. <laughs> yeah, let's find it. Uh, I love her. I love that character. And I think this movie handled the romance the best um, out of all of them. Because you still, ooh, I, I want her to be a strong, independent woman, which she is, and I almost wish there was a romantic story, but it's the fucking 40s, and it's like so, it's already such a romantic movie. Yeah. Like, it, need, it needs that. I don't know. I, like, my, my, my critical instincts were to go against it a little bit. Like, no, I like it, if it's well, and it feels honest. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and like she can hold her own, which is nice because up until now it feels like everybody's just been the arm candy damsel in distress. Um, even an astrophysicist like Jane Foster, it, I, I mean, put her against a god, and the god is a dude. It just unfortunately falls and falls flat. She becomes yeah, she, the. By, she doesn't make a difference in that movie except that he's in love with her. Right by default, just be, yeah. because of the, and that's how most movies portray it anyway. Uh, but this one, she's the agent before he is. She's calling that like she's uh, um, ordering around the privates. <laughs> Find that G plot. Um, <laughs> she's so uh, good. <laughs> ordering around the privates. How stupid and so funny. Um, but yeah, she's the one who's calling the shots. Like when we first meet her. Yeah, and and she well she doesn't stop. No, I mean, and she punches a guy like within the punches first dude, interaction. She shoots Captain Cap Shield as soon as he gets it. I love that. I uh -huh. love that scene. That was so funny because it was right after she got him smooching on that other bitch. Right. What an idiot. Uh, I apologize for calling that character a bitch. It didn't feel good. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but I was trying to be. I was trying to sound cool, and I didn't mean it. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, after he caught her smooching with that other. Um, Broad. Let's call it, let's keep it time period okay. and call her a broad. Yeah, okay. That's better. That's better. Broad, you know, the bitch of the day. <laughs> uh, the bitch of the forties. Some 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 uh some busty chick. Okay. And, uh, I think is probably the feminist way to say it. Yeah, I think I think everybody would agree. But that was so satisfying. She knew it wouldn't kill him, but oh man, what a fun moment. I love that. Yep. Um, and it's, so, yeah, she's the, the strongest example at this point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe of a, a female character. Also, the storytelling with her character was great. You don't know much about her, but you feel like you get to know her as the movie goes. It yeah. feels three-dimensional. It feels honest. She doesn't need an origin story. Right. You're like, you jump right in the middle. Good storytelling. I also love Tommy Lee Jones in this. Wasn't he great? He's such oh, a perfect man. cast. Him as the colonel he's, is amazing. He's, he, yeah, he's so much better than the general. Uh, I'm trying to think the Jenner. Oh, Thunderbolt Ross. <laughs> can't believe you can't believe that's his name. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he's 
He's so good. He has so many good one-liners. The in, the interrogation with him and uh, Arnim Zola, played by Toby Jones, it's good. very good. The, the, he's, he, when he asks what's in this, and he says cow, yeah. I knew it was coming. Like, I predicted that line, and I was so but happy. But it was just as satisfying when you, like, oh, anticipate the oh, joke. It was as satisfying as, like, hot juicy medium or a steak <laughs> and it's it's that's that scene is a lot of fun because like he they have him they have arnim zola he he's he has nothing else to turn to he has no bargaining chips so uh like and what's adds the insult to injury is like since they have him they're going to give him a nice meal <laughs> I, uh, I think that's amazing uh okay. so like they don't need to torture him in any way they have like, him Played good cop, bad cop, all on his own. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is fun. He offered him a stake. Uh, another, the other line I loved of his was when he and uh, Agent Carter mm-hmm. are like driving him up to the airplane at the end, you know, and and, he, and that's when they finally kiss. Oh yeah, yeah. That G plot. Yeah. And then uh, Tommy Lee Jones' character turns and was like, "I'm not going to kiss you." Did you like that? Oh, I loved it. Because that's something. It. That's a, that is a line. If I were reading it on paper, it would be a groaner, and I would think, ugh. And Tommy but Jones he can home. sell it. If because he because you you already bought into the character, he yep. already created a character where that would be like a realistic thing for him to say. Yep, and I like um, the realism of uh, so the relationship with him and uh, Stanley Tucci's character. Uh, it was uh, so he wanted uh, all this was for him to get a super soldier army, and so once. That is out of his reach. He's like, okay, like I wasn't. He he wasn't even like. He never had uh, Steve Rogers back. Um. So yeah. he just like set pretty much as like as far as he's concerned, Captain America can sit in a lab because he didn't get what he wanted. So he's going to go to the front lines with what he has. Yeah. Well, he seems like a pragmatist, which yeah. which also fits that like that no nonsense. Let's go. Let's go win the war. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go kill some Nazis. Let's go kill Hitler. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think he even says that at one point. Like, like you're gonna like uh, find Hitler and escort him to the gates of hell. Yeah, which is another fun line. He has, every every line is so. I mean, and those sound like comic book lines too. Uh, oh yeah, with yeah. my limited experience of comic books, but that sounds like a comic books line. And oh yeah, I I loved his character, and I just I love Tommy Lee Jones. Yep, he's he's what, uh, what a perfect like a forties. Yep. And I have very fond memories of watching Men in Black with my dad, and oh. it was totally Tommy Lee Jones. What's your favorite Tommy Lee Jones movie, TLJ? Uh, oh, probably Fugitive. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Good call. Thanks. He's great in U.S. Marshals, too. Yeah, very similar character. Oh, it's the same character. That's a, yeah, that's a, a spinoff of Fugitive. I did, I did not know. Yeah. So it is a very similar character. It is. <laughs> you are not wrong. I I kind of like nailed it. Yeah, you did. Good job. Uh, I love the fugitive. Uh, Great. Flick. That's another movie like I forget that I like a lot. Yeah, that's a good um, one. What did you I think? think? My favorite Tommy Lee Jones movie. Um, I'll ask myself. Okay. I'm going to. <laughs> uh, Al is uh, No Country for Old Men. That's a good one too. That one. He, he makes that movie for me because there's yeah. a lot of good things in that movie, but he's the one who makes it a good movie. Without him, the movie just is like a lot of cool scenes. Right. Um, when you ask me like favorite movies, I, I don't think I'll ever go to a heavy movie like that because it feels like some uh, a separate part of my brain where I keep the sad movies. And 
and so it's like it 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 takes me a second to recall those things where so like my favorite tommy lee jones movie is men in black (laughs) (laughs) or the fugitive yeah and what was your favorite cleaning movie uh oceans you didn't get there very quick no i had to think about it a bit what was what was mine i forgot what i said uh oh brother no i said i liked that one it was one i said before that (laughs) <laughs> and now we can't remember your favorite Clooney movie. No, oh well. Because I, I think I, I think I gravitate toward that more. Yeah. We're like, like those movies feel more important to me. Right. And uh, my approach is, I want to escape the most I can. That's right. why I like movies like Thor and movies like Captain America, where he, we start in a familiar world and then we go into the super and the supreme. Okay, um, I can agree with you on one of those. Sure. The first part. Yeah, Thor. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, I Great see what you mean. Film. Right. I, I, yeah, I thought you were saying, like, uh, of the two oh, things I said about a movie, starting grounded yeah. and going super. Yeah. I, um, no. Yeah I, yeah, I think you and I are very different that way. Of course. And that's the appeal and what lights my brain up with this podcast. Yeah, that's why this podcast is so important. That's why we're, what an important we're doing podcast. a marvelous work and a wonder. A marvel? Working on it? Did hey. you use that on purpose? Uh, it wasn't. I think that was one of the working titles. Was it? Yeah, when we were coming up with this. That would make work. more sense without me like Mormon references we have. <laughs> it would. We uh, we have some dirty laundry to air out. So one of the guys who like said they like the podcast, like that was one of the things he loved about it. What? The like the, how much we talk about religion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, like you said, it's a part of our tribe. Yeah. 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 Um. So that's the. Which we see the world. Yeah. What did you think of Stanley Tucci's character? Did you like? Uh, um, he seemed. I really liked him. He seemed just like the character that Tony Stark is stuck in the cave with. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Even which, appearances. Which is fine. Yeah. I well, I for in, when when I was like trying to remember Iron Man before watching again, I thought it was Stanley Tucci. Oh really? Iron Man. Okay. Because that's 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 who my brain like put in that place. Right. Yeah. In the memory. Um, so very similar to that. Um, I liked him. He seemed he seemed seemed human. Mm-hmm. Like played a good role. Um, like he's he's a good martyr for the cause. Yep. And I get like I get choked up when he starts talking about like the differences between Steve Rogers and Johann Smith. Like why it will work for uh, Captain America and why it goes the like creates evil incarnate for Red Skull because he's talking about like Johann Smith is Red Skull. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's talking about how uh, good becomes great, and the serum makes you. Uh, the serum brings out the better in you, and then uh, the, it also it, and it makes bad worse. And it really, uh, it, it well, that that seems like a metaphor for war, right? Yeah, I can like see that. In general, because like like people say, war either brings out the best or the worst in people, and sometimes both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I like that. That makes me like the movie more. Like yeah, that. it's such a good uh, exchange because it's the night before, um, and I love it when they end like really poignant scenes with a joke. And this this is one of those scenes. But it, it the whole exchange before like he's going into the procedure the next morning, um, and then it ends with like them about to drink together, and then he says, "Wait, you have a procedure tomorrow?" And then he says, "Okay, we'll do it another time." And uh, uh, Erskine, Doctor Erskine, is like, "No, I don't have a procedure tomorrow. I can drink." And then so he drinks uh, both of the glasses. <laughs> Uh, I think that's great, well, and, and and that's perfect because it felt honest. Yep, uh, and it's and it follows our rule. And I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but of comedy second. Yeah, There's yeah. Something yeah. more important happening, and then comedy uh, facilitates that more important. Thing. Yes, absolutely. Like, 
there are moments in Thor, and I don't think of anything specifically. This is how I felt. I think so. Maybe you're wrong. Okay. We're like it seemed. It seems so contrived for a joke. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't. I don't have an example. So. Sure, because you've Whatever. repressed that memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I geek out for a second, Mike? Can I geek out on you? Yeah, geek, 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 geek. Um, if you could, just like right on my face. Okay. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Okay, um, so if you uh, rewatch The Incredible Hulk, and it's when Thunderbolt Ross and Emil Blonsky they go into like this storage freezer, um, and they get start over. Sorry, I, you lost me. Uh, you watch you? Oh, so The Incredible Hulk. So go back okay. and rewatch The Incredible Hulk, and it's uh, the General and Emil Blonsky, and they're going into this freezer. Uh, this like ancient ancient not ancient but like the storage freezer and then they are getting like the formula that they're going to inject into blonsky it's the same okay. color it's the same color as what we see them inject into uh glacier? what's that blue glacier gatorade <laughs> yeah it's blue Ga- glacier gatorade super, uh, super soldier serum nice yeah and uh and another fun little tidbit is if you look at like the the name that's printed on this uh tank that they're getting it from um, it's, it's doctor tank, not tanked, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I said that's, tank. That's the taint holds all the secret serums in the body. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Once, having... I'm, once my comedy career fails, uh-huh. so like in six months or so, yeah, I'll, I'll just be harvesting taints. Okay. Harvesting taints can be the the name of this episode if you want harvesting taints yeah or captain america the first avenger either one i can hardly wait um what was i saying oh yeah so it's the same it's, it's the, the same, same and then they get it from the, they get it from uh earth uh do they get it from so what was what was the tesseract was in the plane that he crash landed uh yes yeah um, next it, question and the Tesseract is what it doesn't have any relation to the, the blue steroids. No, no, nope. Just okay. happened to have the same color. Just the same color. Yeah. But what I was trying to say same was on the different, different sources. Yeah. Uh, but what I was trying to say was, uh, so on the tank, it's, uh, uh so it, it says Dr. Reinstein is what it says. And that was Erskine's, uh, name when he was on the run from the Nazis. Whoa. That's fun connection. Yeah. It's great. That's a lot of fun. I like it when movies do that. Yeah, you you love nods. I love nods. Give me a good nod over dialogue. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, and it also, like I, I mentioned, Agent Carter, it sets that character up, and uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying the series. They're in, they just started... Um, uh, season two, when we as of recording this episode. So her storyline all exists within that time. She's not. She's not like. Yeah, but she's never with the Avengers. Right, but it leads to a heartbreaking exchange in Captain America: The Winter Soldier, where he goes to her bedside and she is suffering from dementia. Oof. And so they're having a conversation, and he's the same, and she like kind of splits back to her, her being surprised that he's alive again. Wow. It's um. It's, it was seventy years, right? Yeah. Yep. So she have to be nineties. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Spoiler: It never looks like she's gonna die. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> also, spoiler: All superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
So yeah, it's it's stuff like that that really gets my it lights up my brain. So they yeah. found so I love that they found um, Doctor Reinstein's taint. <laughs> I love it. Harvest that taint. <laughs> Harvest that taint. Um, and of course, it leads to um, the Tesseract. And now that we know that the Tesseract is um, what's called the Space Gem in comic book lore, uh, it only like further uh, drives the, the the franchise in a way that so I think it was Tesseract very smooth. Comes from, uh, oh, where where Asgard? Uh, the Asgardians had it. It comes from before like the Big Bang. So, okay. So these, uh, but, but I mean, like, like, but in terms of like before, uh, before it came to Earth, yes. the Asgardians. Yeah, the Asgardians uh, had it. And then where was it in the movie Thor? Uh, it was still, um, it was uh, with uh, Nick Fury. Okay. Because the singer of uh, Thor is he shows um, Doctor Selvig the Tesseract, and then uh, you know Loki is. Loki's reflection is like, yeah, let's give it another look. And then it, we find out that Selvig's under mind control. Oh, okay. To get the Tesseract. Um, so the, the Tesseract doesn't play a role in Thor at all. It's not one of those things that they're going up. Because no. those, like, the Tesseract or the, the, the AutoZone AllSpark. Yeah. Or, like, the, like, any of those, they all seem like the same thing to me. So, I, I like, the Infinity Stones, is that what they're called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I had kidney stones, that's also what I named them. It felt like forever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> such a good joke. Good uh, joke. What a man, what? We brought it home. Uh, tag team that oh. we we did a lot of good here. A lot like Hitler, this the my favorite superhero did. This podcast might be the most important thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, but like I I, I just I, I don't have I don't have the attention span for those details. Sure. So and uh, Tesseract wasn't part of Thor. Is it? Does it become something later? Like, I'm sure we'll get there. I guess now that I've, now that now that I have reference points. I'm sure yeah, the Tesseract like, is what Avengers is all about. It's the oh, okay. it's the so W. Loki's coming to get. Yeah, it's the WMD that Earth is trying to hold on to, and so Earth is Iraq. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, Loki's trying to get it to give to Thanos in exchange for Earth. Because he wants to be a ruler. He wants to be a king. Man, there's some connection with, like, 9-11 and destroying New York for WMDs. Oh, sure. Something. Or what it is. Yeah. Something. But, like, isn't, isn't all the fighting in the Avengers in New York? Yeah. And in the sky. Yeah. Why, why did it have to be in New York? Why specifically New York? Because um, it, it's the better spectacle. Yeah, and we can talk about... Uh, yeah. Uh, but we can talk about it later. Is uh, Loki... Uh, yeah, they... I don't want to. <laughs> Okay, not even when we watch Avengers? We'll see. It's the next episode. Uh, you and Joe can talk about it. <laughs> uh, hopefully we can get Joe DeGenero, a mutual friend, on the show for Avengers. Um, yeah, so he's a good friend. Um, something else that they have, because they have 75 years to draw from with Captain America. Um, the 75th anniversary was on... Um, ABC, and I watched that. What I don't. So, so, oh, since like the original comic book. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I I thought you meant like because he was frozen for. Oh no, I'm talking about the real years, world. It's probably been five years since the movie, so it's probably like 75 years since the movies. This movie started. What? Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> 
Um, so they have 75 years of content to, to pull from. And so they introduce a bunch of uh, of characters called the Howling Commandos, and that's what though that uh, specifically picked team of Captain America's. Ooh, I love that ragtag team. Do They're you? A little cliche, but I love them. Oh, yeah. aren't they fun? They're perfectly diverse. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, they're 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 silly, but like like that you know you know you can trust your like. Trust them with your life. Yeah, they're the trench. Uh, yeah, the, the trench brothers in arms. And that's another part of it that made it feel like a sports movie. Sure. Yeah, a team. Yeah, like like in that in that bar scene where he's like, "We're going back out there." Like it was a locker room scene. It was a locker room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, and then right after that, it was just a montage of kicking ass. Right. Yeah. Like like the sports team when they start to figure it out. And right. It really, like it has the exact same arc as a sports movie. Sure. Yeah. And I love sports movies. Yeah. Um, like those are always like sports movies convince me that I like watching baseball. Really? Like that's how good sports movies are. And I don't like watching baseball. <laughs> okay. So it brainwashes you. Oh yeah. It's such good propaganda. Yeah. Um, so these Allen commandos like, and then they come back in agent Carter and it's things like that, that get me so happy. So, so yeah. happy. Mm. Agent Carter only exists. Or like as like the Agent Carter series is all in the same period, right? Yes. Well, it's uh, immediately after. Immediately after World War Two. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, so so Captain like, America has died. Like jump into like uh, like Russia Cold War stuff yet? Yeah. Uh huh. They're starting to cool. talk about commies. Cool. Um. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then does does she get? We'll get there. Yeah. She has a whole series that we're gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying Agent Carter. Cool. Um, hey, Mike, do you yeah. want to play a game? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, can we play checkers? Uh, I don't have the board. Yeah, and we're in different places. Yeah, and we're in different places. <laughs> we can play whatever game you want to play. Do you want to play comics and comics? Okay. In the name of the comedian, can you guess which comic book film they're in? Now it's time to play comics and comics. Now it's time to play comics and comics. Okay, so comics and comics books movies. Um, that's the parenthetical title, by the way. It's comics and comics, parentheses, uh, books, movies. That's the subtitle? It's the parenthetical. Parenthetical. Parenthetical is yeah. fun. Yeah, it's a fun word to say. I'm excited that I got to use it. Yeah. Kind of shoehorned it in, but it's fun to say. <laughs> um, so uh, what this game is, is I give Michael Grover the name of a comedian, and he tries to guess uh, what uh, film, superhero-related film, they have been in. Are you, you ready? weren't any Captain that now that I noticed, uh, I guess Stanley Tucci's been in some like indie comedies. That's and... a stretch. Yeah, it is. It is. He's funny. He's very funny. He's uh, funny. I'd, I'd, I'd give it to you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. No the first one is Stanley Tucci. Shit. <laughs> come uh, on, Mike. Mike, come on. Dark Knight. No, Mike. I got this. I got this. I got this. I got this. Okay. Easy A. Easy. Yep. Yep. That's the one. He's a super dad. Because aren't parents the real heroes? Uh, <laughs> okay. That wasn't yeah, the real. So. 
<laughs> I guess so. Yeah. So uh, we're actually going to start with John C. Riley, Mike. Okay. Um, and is this? I'm going to do the same questions I always do. Okay. Uh, part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is. John C. Riley. Oh, I know this. This is. Uh, oh, he was funny too. Uh, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Boom! You got um, it, Mike. Was, I'm trying to remember his line that he had toward the end. Um, it was because uh. He, left he relays a, he relays a line and then somebody asks him if it's true and it's like it's it's a, it's I don't I don't think anybody's a hundred percent a dick <laughs> or a total dick oh, or something like yeah. that it's it's very good I don't think anybody's a total dick <laughs> and, and it was so honest and delivered in such a oh. yeah she asks if I know we butchered it by trying to like relive it of course we we dissected the songbird if you will yeah, yeah. did okay. the bird lose the song. Yep, yep. So, uh, Mike, you got that one. You ready for the next one? I'm sorry. What? (laughs) He seems so disappointed that I won. (laughs) No, I'm glad. Well, Mike, you got that one. Good fucking luck on the next. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This one might be hard. Uh, So, listeners, if you got it right, let us know. Tweet at us, you know? Um, You can tweet at us at MouthfulOMarvel. (laughs) Just a quick plug. Uh, tweet at us the answer if you know which movie Joan Rivers was in. Oh, Joan Rivers. Yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe? Marvel Cinematic Universe. Actually, all of these are. Okay. I'll stop asking. Yeah. (sighs) Joan Rivers? Joan Rivers. Rest in peace. She played herself, yep. Because Joan Rivers can't really play somebody else. Right, yeah. She's she's, she's too well-known. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's just a, a brief... I'll give you this. It's just a brief... Um, I, I have a guess. Okay. Iron Man 3. Nice! Yeah, man. So it's flipping well, through that the... that feels like the world she would exist in. Right. There's, there's, a, there's an element of celebrity in that world. Yes. Um, and uh, it was like they're flipping through the channels and she's on a talk show and they're criticizing the Iron Patriots uh, look. So he's red, white, and blue, and they're uh, making fun of it. Sure. Um, so, yeah, good job. Man, two out of three? Yeah. Look at you. Uh, how funny would it be if she was in Guardians of the Galaxy, just like on a show in some other planet? <laughs> that would be great. I'd love that. That's actually not a terrible idea. No, it isn't. Like, like other it planets... It doesn't work because Earth isn't aware. Right, and other planets uh, have talk shows. Why does Earth? Oh, oh, why, are, yeah. why is Earth well, the only one with a talk show? Do they do they do anything with like entertainment in the other planets? Uh, they in create, gar- like, their own celebrities. Yeah, uh, I yeah, I'm nothing as far as like uh, entertainment news, space was, pop culture. Yeah, but that like, has that to exist. Make, that would make me like Asgard better if it felt a little bit more three dimensional. Yeah, but they're they only get their entertainment from war. From Bloodlust? Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they're way cool. They're the heroes. <laughs> Good hell. Um, <laughs> okay, Mike, you got two out of three. Ready for the third one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zachary Levy from Chuck. I don't know who that is. Oh, you don't? Oh, shoot. Is he the main guy in Chuck? He's the main guy in Chuck. And Chuck is the serial killer killer? No, that's Dexter. Chuck is the uh, he works for the CIA, but he was he just worked at like a. a what else is he in? Um, he, oh, like, is he in any is he in any like Marvel movies? Yeah, he's in uh he's in one Marvel movie in particular. Uh, he was in oh, Deadbeat. God. What else was he in? 
that Deadbeat isn't that well known of a show. Um, he was the voice of Flynn Rider. I'll just take a guess. Yeah, guess. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. No. He was in... Sorry, Mike. I was really excited that you would get three. I, know. I haven't gotten three yet, have I? Um, I don't think so. But I'm not keeping track, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, just, I just play this because it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was in Thor The Dark World. Okay. He, uh, so... Uh, you know those three buddies of Thor's? Yeah. Buddies of Thor. Um, he, uh, one of those guys was replaced by Zachary Levy, Fandral. Oh, okay. Yep. Hey, that was comics and comics. Man, that was an underwhelming ending. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. He's feeling it, and then it's like, just like, someone I don't know in a movie, like I fell asleep during. Uh, hey, I'll give you an easy one. Ready? Stanley Tucci. Fuck. Yeah. Come on, Mike. You got, you got, we were just talking about this. Hunger Games, Walking J Part 1. Yes, that was right. Good job, buddy. This has been Comics and Comics. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, God, yes. That is how you play Comics and Comics. That is how you play Comics and Comics. <laughs> <laughs> um Mike uh hey, buddy. Captain America the First Avenger is a very I I cannot stress enough how much I love this movie. Yeah. Uh there hasn't been a movie that you love that I hated, right? Cuz you like Thor? Yeah. But you don't love Thor. Um no, uh no. Like that's one that like it it, it I don't want to watch it as often as Iron Man and I'm wondering when that's going to happen. Probably Avengers. Uh, maybe Avengers, yeah. Um, and I'll cry in the corner. It's fine. Okay. Mike, where does this rank? Okay. Let's oh, do the rankings. This is my favorite so far. So it's... Uh, and, and, I, and I get that like most people won't agree with this. That's fine. Hey, yeah, who cares? I don't know why, I don't know why all of a sudden I'm insecure about my feelings. <laughs> or your opinion on movies. Yeah, <laughs> like the thing I'm usually the most arrogant about. <laughs> uh, so, so Captain America, the first Avenger, uh, Iron Man, and then Incredible Hulk, and then those bullshit movies, <laughs> Iron Man Two and Thor. Okay. Um, just, just, just playing Tommy Sticks at the bottom. <laughs> Tommy Stick is that a game you grew up with? Um, I didn't want to. Oh, yeah. Sorry to bring that up. Hey, here are mine. Okay. Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2. I'm sticking with it. Like, I'm not going to be self-conscious like you are. I'm proud of that answer. Okay, don't, don't. Captain America, the first Avenger, Iron Man, Thor, Incredible Hulk, and Iron Man 2. That's my final answer, Michael. Okay. So we're not that, we're not, we're not as, like, I'd assumed we'd have much different lists than they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty similar. No, they are similar. The biggest difference right now is Thor, right? Yeah. That's really the only one we've, we've, like, Yeah, Thor is, Thor's a little bit higher on mine than on yours. Uh, but yeah. So uh, everything else is the same. Um, I'm gonna take Well, Incredible Hulk's a little bit different for us. What do you mean? Like, I, mine's a little bit higher than yours, I think. Uh... No, because you're second to last. Yeah, mine's second to last. Mine's third to last. Yeah. 
So well, I guess that's the same. That switches places with Thor. Y- Wait, so no. Really okay. So Iron Man 2 and Thor are tied. This is, this is not good podcast. No, this sucks. But we need to we need to finish this. Okay. Oh, dear God. Okay, so, okay. Iron Man you 2 and Thor. You know what is good podcasting? What, Evaluating Mike? Evaluating the podcasting as you go. Okay, yeah, that's even better podcasting. Okay, so Mike, <laughs> Iron Man 2 and Thor, they're tied at the bottom. And then it's third Incredible Hulk right above them. Yeah, so that would be third to last. They're tied. Yeah, but like they, they still take up two spots. Okay, fine, whatever. Okay, well, it's fine. <laughs> um. Okay, I think that's. Uh, what else did you notice about the movie? And we can be done. Yeah, let's be done. Let's be done. Yeah, I, I think I think I expressed everything I, I liked about it. Uh, didn't have any huge problems. I get a little bored with Red Skull. Do you? Yeah, not like not my favorite villain, but he gets the job done. Yeah. I thought it was a good performance. Just he's just he's just just power hungry villain. Sure, typical. Yeah, no, nothing no, nothing like super compelling. Yeah. So good good not great. Not not anything like Loki. No, no, he doesn't he doesn't have the the complexity of Loki. Nope. But I don't know if he needed it because I think I think in this way the villain just serves the hero. Well, and we already understand that World War Two it's good and bad, and so we just right. need somebody to fill sure. that. I didn't, space. I didn't need someone to like, yeah. uh, like raise the stakes for World War Two for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess is what we're getting at. Uh, about you, any other thoughts you want to get in? Um, just that, I mean, you bring up Red Skull, and Red Skull is somewhere out on another planet because the Tesseract shipped him uh, to outer space. So we could see Red Skull come back. Okay. <laughs> that's exciting for me. That's that's cool. <laughs> um, the first draft of Avengers, it was Loki and Red Skull. And uh, then, I like it. I like it's just Loki. Sure. I think. Too many too many villains makes weighs a movie sure. down. I oh mean, like, God. like you already have too many heroes in that movie. I don't. I don't think like oh, I don't no think kidding. adding more villains balances it out. No kidding. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'd be awful. Uh, well. Um, oh, sorry. You go. No, no, you go. No, no, you go. No, you go. You hang up. You hang up. Mike, we are done with the podcast. You hang up. I love you more. Oh, I love you more. No, you don't. No, I do. I love you probably. How how, how much do you love me? Like, times infinity stones. (laughs) If if my heart uh, could love you more, it'd be the the Tesseract. I can't do this. (laughs) I appreciate you trying. It's really good for our relationship. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. What? Let's let's wrap this up. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll MC you later. Later. We are Groot.
museum. <laughs> um, I already did this part. I already like went through it, and I was like, ooh, I nailed it. And then I realized I didn't press record. So this is take two. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we hope you had a good time. <laughs> uh, I felt vulnerable saying that. I really hope you had a good time. But uh, let's see. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at MouthfulOMarvel. That's MouthfulOMarvel, like an Irish person. You can use the hashtag MoFuma, if that's your groove. And if you want to email us, because we want to keep in touch. Thanks. Thanks for, uh, why am I saying thanks? We want to keep in touch. So a premeditated thank you for keeping in touch. You can email us at MouthfulOfMarvels at gmail.com. Um, and if you want to check out our website, I kind of already talked about all the donation stuff up front, but visit our website, mouthfulofmarvels.com. You may be surprised. You may. Try something new. Um, and lastly, I want to end the show, like I always do, with some thank yous. So thank you to at Curtis Ned Hansen for helping with the production of the show. Thank you at Aiden Steenblick for the music. And thank you at Chelsea underscore MB for the artwork. And if you want to ch uh, check out more of Chelsea's um, graphic design work, you can go to behance.net slash Chelsea Mackey. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A as in C2 Shining C and Mackey as in Make Me Some Art. Except it's an I instead of an E, so it's Mackie, M-A-K-I. <laughs> um, and if you want to follow Mike and myself on Twitter, you can follow me at Jordan Todd Brown and Mike at Mikey Grover. Alright guys, we have some uh, fun episodes in the can already, and we look forward to releasing those. So we'll see you next week! Yeah, okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>